Marybeth realised her mind was wandering again, and she was not concentrating at all on the political science handbooks spread across her queen-sized bed. Not for the first time, the pretty nineteen-year-old blonde from Tennessee was reflecting on how cool her life was. Thanks to Daddy, she was living in Manchester, England, in a million-dollar apartment, and wanted for nothing. She felt her melon-sized bosoms press pleasantly into the comforter as she rolled onto her front, kicked her legs up, and ran a hand through her platinum-blonde mane, the reality of her upcoming midterm exams forcing her to focus on her books again. Then it started, again. She didn't know what the music was supposed to be, some sort of Euro-trash metallic garage garbage, but it played at odd times night and day, and the apartment it came from was just close enough for the noise to disturb her. Mary Beth had put up for it for nearly a week, and frankly, she had had enough. She jumped to her feet, straightened her blouse and jacket, and marched out of the flat to confront the noisy neighbours. By the time she had rung the bell, the confident young woman knew exactly what she was going to say. She had a vague idea there were a couple of European men living there, but she didn't know them. They were probably gay, she figured, as she tapped her foot impatiently, waiting for them. The door opened, Mary Beth took a deep breath to give the bloke a real piece of her mind, and then the breath caught in her throat. The man who opened the door looked like a god or something. Six foot, long black hair, stubble, smouldering eyes, and a smooth, chiselled physique showing through an open shirt. Emmanuel was a perfect Gaulish specimen. The thirty-year-old Frenchman smiled his disarming smile. It's the noise, n'est-ce pas? We are too noisy, no? His accent was as thick as molasses. She could feel his eyes undressing her, but that was absolutely fine, she thought, as her own gaze lingered on the very prominent bulge in his pants. Uh, no, it's okay, she mumbled, and stood in the doorway, almost transfixed. I am Emmanuel, Manu the Frenchman told her, and grabbed her elbow. I am having a glass of the finest Bordeaux with my cousin. You must join us and enjoy it too. He literally pulled her inside the house and closed the door before leading the way to the kitchen. Eric, Mary Beth saw, was equally attractive but older still and quite thick-set, like a heavyweight boxer. Like Manu, though, he had very kind, lively eyes and, like Manu, he had a big glass of red wine in his hand. He put that down for just a moment to grab a clean one and half fill it from a large carafe. Santé. He clinked his glass against hers. Then she turned to find Manu waiting for his. A la vôtre. He did the same. She had to admit the apartment was very impressive, even more so than her own. It screamed bachelor pad to her, with lots of chrome fittings and strong primary colours. The hallway was bedecked with original watercolours of nudes and some quite erotic sex scenes. Any preconceptions she had about the two being gay were instantly dispelled. There was no doubt at all that these two liked the company of women. The French men were charming company and Mary Beth soon forgot about her homework as the conversation flowed, and she got more than a little tipsy. The three stayed standing in the kitchen, her in the middle, leaning against a worktop. The two men were very close, and seemed to get closer by the minute. 
so that she could smell their very masculine aroma and almost feel the warmth of their bodies. Then it happened. Manu made a joke and leant right in to whisper in her ear. She turned her head at just the wrong time and before she knew it, their lips were connected. She thought about pulling away, but didn't. And as his tongue pressed boldly into her mouth, she let it. There were hands on her body and she realised they had been there for quite a while. She was being quite openly and vigorously groped by both men. She came up for air and Manu made a gesture towards his cousin with his eyes. Then Eric's hand was on her cheek and she was turning her lips to meet his as though it was the most natural thing in the world.